Last time on Roll Gay Role Play. Humphrey also, uh, part of their morning routine now, since they got that black dragon scale nail from Tisha, uh, he kind of sits on his bed, meditates, and magically discerns the distance and direction to the closest black dragon within 30 miles. Your uh, dragon senses are tingling. There is a black dragon nearby, or at least within 362 moves. I have created a map for you to reference uh, everything that you've researched in the fairy world. Yay! Yeah, you can kind of treat this like an open world. Exactly. Oh, if this is an RPG that I am playing, I am not following the quest. (laughs) I'm stopping at every island. (laughs) When you look up the trail where Frankie just ran off to, you see a tall wooden creature. Uh, Slender, but tone has some obvious like muscle wooden muscle structure to him uh it has wooden bracers on like a wooden chest piece and there's little branches like twigs sticking out of his shoulders going off to the sides you're not the thing that's making people disappear in the forest oh we would never Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and I treat the rules like my players treat the clues. We just don't follow them. Hi, my name is Katie, and I play Cherry Chapo, and I play barbarians and small children for the explicit reason that I don't have to think, Chris. (laughs) I swear to God, you just said small children. (laughs) I didn't say small children. If I did say small children, please let me re-record that. She did not say smell children. She said smelt children. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Brandon. I play Humphrey Evan After, and I have inhaled a lot of spray paint in the past 24 hours. What are you doing in your house? Inhaling spray paint. Drugs. Yeah. (laughs) Just for fun. It's not, there's no hobby involved. I just do it. There's no hobby involved. (laughs) Hi, my name is Tisha, and I play Edith Wins Thereafter, and... I haven't inhaled anything in quite some time. Uh, Boo. Oh, whoa. Is that sexual? Yeah. I stand. <gasps> Hi mm. there. I am Ariana Grande and God bless the gays and Mariah Carey could never. So <laughs> give us a whistle tone. Uh, uh, your voice, your mic just cut you off. Yeah, Good. Discord didn't like that. I'm glad because I also did not like it. It was not my best work. So. Just putting this out there because I know Mariah Carey listens to the podcast. Mariah, you could always with me. Uh, <laughs> and now you see how little effort she puts into her career. I wouldn't. I don't care. I'm here for a pillow queen. It's Mariah Carey. Puts little effort into her. She puts. She's also it, like the amount of effort she puts into her more recent shows. I was going to say like she doesn't have to anymore. She. She makes the coins now. She doesn't have to try anymore. Heels are hell on your hips. Oh, no, honey, we're not talking about her dancing or anything. We're talking about her voice and the fact Mm -hmm. that she just doesn't care anymore. Yeah, and for how long she can hold a note, she can hold her breath a long time. (laughs) I Hot tub, here we come. We should go ahead and talk about our question for today. So um, we have this question today from... Should I just say Miguel? Miguel? Yeah, okay. I think it's Miguel, right? Yeah, but it, but but their name on Discord is like Miguel Warp. One of our newest pickles. Any hoodle. Thank you, Miguel. Um, glad to have you in the Discord. So we're using your question today, and it so saith, what is your go-to romantic feel-good movie? And we immediately took that as rom-coms because we're all lame as hell. So um, I'll, I'll, I'll go first. <laughs> I, I will literally go first. And mine is He's Just Not That Into You. Um <sighs> The ending was everything. The way she stood up for herself instead of for her brazen love of love. Uh, I was really into that. And then the sister, I think it's, is it the sister? I think, I think I'm getting my rom-coms mixed up as well. Because the sister who her husband, she finds him smoking after she told him that she doesn't like smoking because her dad had a, 
her dad yes. was like got sick because of it and then they were shopping because they were they're remodeling their home or something like that and and then like he looks at the laminate flooring because it's much cheaper and it looks just as good as wood which i agree with and she was just like no but it's fucking fake you know and it was it was all like parallels to their relationship and then finally whenever he was like oh yeah i cheated on you and she's like okay well like we can make this work and he's like why do you keep trying to like do this honey you know like that's just it's everything to me because i love uh fake bitches so yeah he's just not that into you or i'm thinking of because i said so either way those are my top two favorite movies and i am done talking i love it incredible i have three different movies if i am feeling a straight romance it's 10 things i hate about you there is just oh. something so classically heterosexual about two people who really like each other just trying to drive each other crazy for no other reason than their pride. Is that the Taming of the Shrew one? Yes. Yeah, yes. it's the yeah. one where like Matthew McConaughey and like Kate Hudson or are... Heath Ledger. Wait. Heath Ledger? It's Heath Ledger and it's Matthew the Love and Basketball Girl. Yeah, the white 10 girl Things is Heath Ledger. You can tell from all okay. the her makeup. Sorry. <laughs> it's just a movie where she's like a writer being like uh, women do all these things in a relationship well it will drive any man away I'll do I'll do them and I'll show you how easy it is and it's like getting matching plants or like getting dogs that like I think you're talking about how to lose a guy in 10 days yes you are that's what it is I am talking about yes that's what I'm talking about how to lose a guy in 10 days fuck there's so many rom-coms <laughs> yes how to lose a guy in 10 days is the one that I am talking about Okay. It does not have Heath Ledger. No. It does not. That's a that's another good one though. Uh, it's another good one. You're doing great, Katie. I thanks. Uh, the next two I have down pat. Don't worry. And then the one that I want. <laughs> to that be wasn't gay, two of them. Okay. <laughs> shut, shut up. <laughs> What's your one movie? <laughs> no, go on. I want to hear every movie you've ever seen. Every movie I've ever seen is gay, including Transformers. And you can't take it away from me. <laughs> Bennett Lake Beckham. Uh, that movie made me a lesbian. And even though they're not gay, they should be. It's so unfair that they're fighting over this one guy who doesn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, and then my favorite lesbian rom-com is Debs. It's a classic 2000s movie about an international super spy and her uh, arch nemesis, who she has to study for a term paper because she goes to spy school. Ugh, oh, no. <laughs> well, it's really good. I, I will go next because my one and only answer is Debs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing it's movie. It's so good. I Jonathan, seen you would it. love it. I'll write it down. It's yeah, on Netflix. It's D dot E dot. Oh, I've seen it. Okay, okay, okay. I've seen about it at least. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so good. It's so good. It's like, oh no, you need to write a paper about me. You should spend time with me and we're just gonna fall in love and I know that I'm your mortal enemy, but whatever. Yeah, and it has a little respect by Erasure on it. It's such a good song. And someone from, from the Fast and the Furious movies, but like one of the girls. Oh, I didn't watch those movies, but Debs is really good. Watch it if you haven't. It's it's incredible. It's so good. It's, you're a big gay slut. <laughs> incredible. It's so good. I realized both of my favorite romantic movies are straight, but Gross. yeah, I know. But I mean, the choices, the speaking. majority of them are. They're, they're like all straight. Oh, no one's going to say call me by your name. Didn't see it. Gross. Probably won't see Teenagers. it, honestly. It creeps me out that there's the... Okay, never mind. Go on. My first one was Castaway, because I like that Helen Hunt found love in the end. What? Wait, is Castaway? Castaway one where she, like, fucking... loses her memory, and then he, like... Castaway... Castaway is no, the Castaway one has... with Tom Hanks, and he's on the fucking raft, and his best friend is a fucking basketball. And the whole it's a time, volleyball. volleyball. The, None of us know anything about movies. The whole time he's like looking at this locket of of uh, of his wife that uh, who's played by Helen Hunt. And when he's rescued, he goes back to see her, and she's already found love. So it is a love story. What's for her. wrong with you? You're Chris? a sadistic bastard. You just couldn't pick a romance movie. Fine, 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 fine. Here's my romance movie, and it is the biggest portrait of love in a very crazy way, but. The reason why Jigsaw is so crazy in Saw is because of the death oh of his... Uh, and the white mess is this. That's love. Jigsaw went absolute mental and had people fighting for their lives. And it started after he... the One of the people he tested it on was someone who killed his baby. So romantic. Wow. And 
spent the rest of his life pursuing what he wanted to to avenge her. Love, love wins. <laughs> Gay icon Jigsaw. Him and the Babadook over there. It's okay, Chris. You're allowed to have wrong opinions. <laughs> We're going to strap your eyelids open and make you watch How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. <laughs> okay, so I'm also going to pick two because everybody had multiple movies. Mm-hmm. Except for me. Except for Tisha, but no one listens to her anyway. That's fair. My first one is, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about Amanda Bynes, but I really liked She's the Man. Yeah. That was a, okay. really, good, that was a really good movie. Wait, why can't you talk just, about Amanda Bynes? She's like a bad person well, or something. a little problematic. Is she really? The uh-huh. <laughs> that <laughs> that the Amanda good. show? Yeah, that was like 20 years ago. <laughs> a lot's happened. Oh. Oh, I didn't know. But It's still an incredible movie. Yes, it's so, oh my yeah. God, it's so good. There's like the scene where she's pretending to be a man and she shoves a tampon up her nose and they're like, why do you have tampons? Just to stop nosebleeds. It's so stupid. But totally believable. Totally believable. My other favorite is Enchanted. Oh, That's the one with Helen Hunt, class. right? Amy Adams, but close. Oh, wait, is Helen Hunt the evil lady? I don't know. I don't know who Helen Hunt is. I, no, yeah. Idina Menzel is the, the evil lady. Oh, I thought that was Kristen Chenoweth. Enchanted is like the half animated movie. Enchanted? Anyway, Amy Adams, it's like half animated. They come from the Disney movie world, fall through a portal, and then come into real life. And then it's very much like, oh, Disney movies are unrealistic. You need to get a grasp on reality and understand what love is from an, a realistic perspective. And it's still and it very awesome. unrealistic. It's still all very unrealistic. <laughs> it was very much so, but it was like, taper your expectations, bitch. I love when her prince boyfriend got run over by all the bikes in Central Park. <laughs> yes. That was funny. It's a good movie. So there's there's a lot of good movies in this. I did think of a lesbian movie that I'm a big fan of that I forgot to mention. And I still think it falls into romance. It's also very problematic. Maybe this is wrong. But Monster, the Charlize Theron movie. Oh my gosh. Is it that bad? Just stop talking. Okay. Oof. I love that movie so much. It is really good. It's a really good movie. It's not romantic. You're taking your dates to see Monster? They're kind of in... Didn't, didn't they like each other? Oh, wait. Is that the Lorraine Bobbitt? No, no. I mean, she plays... Um, I forget who she's based after. Eileen Warnos. Mm-hmm. Eileen Warnos. Yes, that's who it is. So, yes, I know Eileen Warnos was fucking bonkers crazy, but the movie itself, there had this, like, lesbian... I don't know. There was some love in it. It's not a. It's not a romantic movie. It's not... A movie you sit down and watch with a date to get them in the mood of, like, intimacy. We got different things that turn us on. Oh, okay. But it's not just about being turned on. It's about intimacy. So I love where this conversation is going. (laughs) It's like the (laughs) perfect segue into what we're going to do today on our podcast. Hang out next to a highway and murder people to pick us up. (laughs) (laughs) And puppies. Puppies. So you guys are now in the fairy world. You have been for an entire episode. Cleo arrived very exhausted. Mm -hmm. She'd been through a girl. Mm -hmm. You decided to go to the nearest town, which was Anthracite Keep on the map. I sent you guys a map. There's also a map on our social media, so you can follow along if you'd like. And you ran into Sick Nabin, who was a Fletcher, and created some fun arrows for you guys to purchase. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you also learned about these struggles happening on the uh, southeastern island uh, of the world, and that there's some issues with mining, and that the arrowheads that they are using, or the uh, metal they're using to make arrowheads, isn't going to be coming back anytime soon. So, oh, and Humphrey's um, armor has alerted him of the presence of a black dragon kind of near that area. And so we are on a brave adventure to go find that black dragon. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Frankie joined you. Frankie has run off to go find his home and deliver a letter to Cherry's grandma's house, I believe. No, to my mom. To your mom. Okay. Being like, hey, I'm alive and i'm going to grandma's and just taking an adventure with my friends cool 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 i think that's where we left off yeah and before you stepped off of anna meek's magic boutique she had some uh words of wisdom for you Mm -hmm. 
that so far mean nothing. Oh, yeah, she told us each a word. Yeah. Luckily, they're in the in-game notes, so you don't have to fully remember them. I was going to say, because I totally (laughs) forgot what they were. Um, Mine's tight spot. Shut the fuck (laughs) Well, I have to go to church. (laughs) (laughs) I love Katie's reaction. (laughs) Sorry. I'm an older sibling. Does that make sense? (laughs) 70. Oh, 69. There we go. Hey, 69. 79. 79. It is not 69. 69 would be a very different clue. Thuliam. Anyway, you have reached the outside of Anthracite Keep. Cleo, you are in a wheelbarrow, the rest of you, as you walk up. You can see that there are two guards on top of the castle ledge, and they call down and say, Wait! Who goes there? What's your business? State your names. Who are you? What do you want? We're arrow sellers. We have a a bunch of arrows. (laughs) We're also looking for a room. I'm from the Moon Town. We're just grabbing in. We're just stopping in to grab supplies that you can't get in a small village in the forest. You're not the only ones coming from Moon Village for supplies. That's fine. All right, we'll let you in. Lower the drawbridge. And instead of the drawbridge lowering, there's just a door that opens up on the very bottom of the drawbridge, so you can just enter through the door. Thank you. Here, have a croissant. She's gonna hand them a croissant. Ooh, a crescent. Thank you. No problem. Do you just chuck it up there? Yeah, just yeet. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeast. <laughs> Shut up. Maybe I add another, uh, a, cu- a couple more pieces just so that I can actually get a good lob. I don't know how well a croissant would go through the air. <laughs> oh, they're, all, they're all tied up in a little napkin. There we go. That works. That works. So as you enter the city, you see all of the buildings are made of strong, fortified gray stones, very similar to the exterior walls of the keep. While the buildings look sturdy, they're also very gray. Even the people in the town look pretty gray. Just a very gray existence in this area. You four are definitely bringing a pop of color to this very dull town. Um, What is it that you'd like to do first in Anthracite Keep? What are you looking for? First, I would like to try to find a room, maybe... To mm-hmm. put this wheelbarrow in with the florals in it. Sure. I'm going to roll to see if I wake up right now. <laughs> Odd is wake up, even is stay asleep. I rolled a four. Okay, I'm still asleep. We're, we're pushing you quietly, you know, gently singing lullabies. Rock by little flower. <laughs> oh, man. In this fairy world. <laughs> yeah, you can see that there's, a, there's an inn right next to you, actually. It's called the Gray Inn. And it is, of course, got a gray door. So you enter the gray hotel, and it looks gray. Surprise! There's a tall, gray-haired man standing behind the counter, and he looks up and says, Yes, can I? Oh, what can I do for you? Absolutely. I hate it here. (laughs) Yeah, um, I'm still, wait, no, I'm still asleep, so I'm good. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Just carting around your unconscious body. (laughs) That's probably for the best, really. You've been exhausted for a while. Hello. Um, how much is a room for one night? Just not even a whole night. I, I just need, I just need like four hours. How much is a four-hour room? And I'm wheelbarrowing florals in there. We've got an hourly rate of five <laughs> silver an hour. We're used to hourly visitors. We don't ask questions in the Gray Hotel. Hint, 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 hint. Oh. Elbow, elbow, hint, hint. <laughs> Oh, my God. With an unconscious person in a wheelbarrow. Consent is really sexy uh, to all of our listeners. You know, <laughs> I'm not super concerned about what, what they think of me. Just I, I just need to try to get the cheapest rate, okay? I, I, I'm not concerned. Oh, does anybody have any money? I don't have any. <laughs> Can Cherry see if this is actually a good deal or not? If, like, the going rate is any better from what she remembers? Or like mom or something paying the last time they went into town. She's ready to haggle. When was the last time that a young girl rented a hotel? Why are you renting hotels and know the hotel rates? Twelve year olds from here. Oh sure, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. The fairy world. We all just get a hotel whenever we want. Um, aren't there a hundred silver and a gold? Yeah. So it's gonna be weird if you haggle and then hand her a gold piece. <laughs> right. Okay, yeah, that's an excellent point. I just didn't know if it was a good rate or not. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty decent, yeah. Okay. Then, yeah, Cherry's gonna pick up a gold piece. Cool. 
The person behind the counter will take it and hand you a key. Thank you. Your hotel room is 301. It's on the second floor. Can we... Can, do, you, do you have a room 69 or a, a 420? Those numbers are funnier. Just change it with a Sharpie. Right. <laughs> we can change the room number with a Sharpie? Uh-huh. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> hopefully it'll just be four hours at, at max. We just need a, a... We need eight hours. I know, but uh, listen... I'm just hoping that he doesn't wake up for four hours, and then he will be mad if we let him sleep longer than that. I don't think four hours would get get rid of my exhaustion. I don't think it will. No, it won't. Uh-uh. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, can we, if we stay longer than four hours, can we get maybe eight hours just in case? Can we just go to a nicer place for like a dinner or something? This is fine. This is fine for, this is fine for what we're what we need, okay, right now. So I'll stay with him. Y'all can go have dinner. Just bring me something back. Florals doesn't need dinner. <laughs> Florals who hasn't slept. Well, bring bring us both something back, okay? <laughs> okay. All right, have a good stay. What brings you to Anthracite Keep anyway? We're just grabbing supplies. I thought you said the less you know, the better. Oh, I'm just making yeah. conversation. Just curious. Never mind. That's fine. Business, but none of yours. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no. Great, thank you. We really appreciate it. I'm sorry for my brother. We're we're in town because, uh, you know, we're just helping some people out. So if there's anything going on, you, something about a black dragon over there on the island where you get your metal. Oh my that... god! Can we just go? Can we just go upstairs, please? Okay. <laughs> All right, you're right. Humphrey's eyes roll to the back of his head, and he goes, "Oh, black dragon is twenty eight point nine miles that way." <laughs> he points. <laughs> We're a comedy group. Ha ha ha. I see. Comedy. Hmm. <laughs> That's cute. That is cute. So how many silver pieces will it end up be total? Uh, five silver per hour. So 40 silver then. 40? For eight hours? Yeah. So... 10 silver pieces for one gold piece. So that's four gold pieces. Oh, I thought it was 100 silver per gold. I thought it was no. two. Okay, well then, yeah, I stand by it. Five silver per hour. That's what it says on D&D Beyond. Yeah, you can make your way into the room. Uh, room 301 on the second floor. It is a typical two double bed room with a nightstand. And of course, everything's great. I'd like to check the nightstand to see if there's a Bible inside. Uh, no, but there is a Bible. There's oh my a God. bibble. That's so funny. I, I bet that that florals would love to read this. Let's save it for him. And and <laughs> Edith takes that out of Humphrey's hand and puts it in Floral's sleeping hands. <laughs> Are you stealing the bibble? Great. All right, up to you. What you want to do from here? Are we? Do we want to do a little shopping or or? talk to some locals at a bar while we're here see if there's something. I am starving. I haven't had a good stew since I arrived in your world. No offense. Can we please yeah, go to like a bakery or something? Why don't you two go like get grab some food and some information I'll, I'll watch over uh, Cleo here. Okay. I'm 12 so I need specific directions. What kind of food and information would you like? Are you, is anyone allergic to anything? We'll bring you back some stew. Yeah. Humphrey starts to leave. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cherry, just ask ask about the dragon, because that's what, where we're going, okay? If anybody knows anything. And what's happening in the woods? Yeah, that's secondary information. We could definitely use that, but our first priority is we're heading to the dragon. So, you know, any information okay. on the dock master to get over to that island to go to the dragon and any information about the people on that little island where the dragon is. Okay. Lots of dragon information. And then secondary, if anybody knows. So if they don't know anything about any of that, then ask them if they know anything about the disappearances in the woods. Cause we just sent a buddy into the woods alone. Okay. He's got creepy little rat arms. He'll be fine. Hey, they're fair rat arms. All right, all right. And Edith will just stay in the room watching over Florals doing some some kung fu. All right, what time is it? Is it like nighttime, middle of the day? 
Yeah, I'd say it's like an early dinner time. So you've got the town isn't really very busy, but there's definitely people out and about. It's daytime at least. Okay. So you're, you could feel safe here. Yeah, and but she doesn't want to like stay out alone in a town with still two adults that she doesn't super know. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure, sure, that's fair. So she wants to get uh, the chores done fast and out of the way. Okay, so. I gotcha. Does she know any bars? Yeah, there's a couple places around here. Actually, you're very close to a stew shop. You said you wanted stew earlier. So there's a place around here called Stew Pickles that you can go into. Okay. Shut up. Oh, from Rugrats. Yes. Now, do they serve stew or pickles? Uh, both, but it's okay. mainly a stew shop. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is it like pickle stew or is it served in a hollowed out pickle? Oh. <laughs> Yes. No, that's the worst way to get soup. Cherry's not eating it if it comes like that. Yeah, in a hollowed out pickle, a big pickle. We don't know how big pickles are in this world. <laughs> you can get a bowl, but it'll cost extra. They will reluctantly give you a ceramic bowl. Let's let's go in here. Okay. Remember, first order business is find out about the fairy godmother. Yeah, yeah. And not worrying about the dragon. But your sister said that we should be worrying about the dragon first. Priorities, yes. Didn't you see her mug? It said Realm's best practical joke sayer. I didn't. She was joking. She was joking. Man, adults are so hard to tell when they're joking. Okay. Well, she she tends to wear her intentions on her mug. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, that's good. Thank you for letting me know. Okay. Uh, so you can make your way into stew pickles and you can order at the counter if you'd like. Uh, there's a menu up top and then there's some uh, patrons sitting along the restaurant. Is there a dessert menu? Oh, of course there's a dessert menu. Yeah, a stew dessert menu. Yes. Ugh. Okay. I was gonna say, because if there wasn't one, I could try to like be like, oh, we'll give you dessert after your wonderful meal. I've got desserts in my bag. <laughs> yeah, it's just stew. This place is just stew, then never mind. Yep, just stew. It's just a stew. Just stew. Dessert Thanks, Chris. Stew. I really appreciate it. Chris, what are the specials this evening? Ah, the specials, of course. Well, there's um, there's a uh, you want a pork stew with root vegetables. <laughs> there's an Italian divorce soup. Oh, my God. A creamy fish taco soup. And there's egg dropped from a high distance soup. LMAO. Oh, and today only there is the stew or little. Just a tiny bowl of stew? Right. Just a real little, little bowl of stew. <laughs> little bowl. Is, is, are there mice in it? Mice make it. I mean. Cherry is eating like. Three bowls of, like, hearty root vegetable, just, like, sure. random. Of course, there's a root vegetable stew. Okay. Oh, my God. Great. It's like a bread bowl bread. Ah, uh, yes. There's a bread bowl option as well. Ceramic, bread bowl, or pickle bowl. Right. And she's getting two to go. Humphrey's looking around to see if there's anybody that looks like an adventurer or, like, an exasperated trader. Looking for, like, a tired merchant or a fighter. Ah, yes. Very good. Yeah, there's definitely a big, strong, bearded adventurer off in the corner. He's sitting alone and eating his stew. He's probably going to be your best bet, yeah. He's also the only person sitting alone, so that makes him at least somewhat approachable. Great. I think Humphrey walks up and sits down at the table with him and goes, I challenge you to an arm wrestling contest. This strong man will put his arm on the table. And uh, hold his hand out. Oh my god. Cherry's just slurping soup and looking. I don't know who you are, but game on. Shall we make this interesting? You want to bet? If, if I win, I get to ask you some questions and you don't ask why. I'm curious. What, what type of questions are you looking for? They're not like weird sexual questions. It's just I'm curious about some things going on in town. I mean, if you just wanted to ask me questions, I could have just answered questions for you. We don't need to arm wrestle for that. Can we also do... I would like to arm wrestle, too. Oh, sure, sure. That's fine. Just talking's gay. You have to arm wrestle. Okay. So we'll do a strength contest. Can I do an athletics roll? I guess that's not really athletics. That's like swimming and Yeah, it's not athletics. It'd be strength. Okay, strength roll. Well, you might have this. I got a 15. I'm not. I got a 14. Then as you clasp hands, and after a strong struggle, the man plants your hand down on the table and says, It was a good fight. Now, what did you want to ask me? Uh, right. Uh, I forgot there was a reason I came over. We heard that there's been some disappearances in the forest. And by we, I mean me and the little girl over there that's putting away just a lot of, just a shocking amount of stew. Yeah, yeah, I see her. Oh, yeah. That is impressive. What about her? Yeah, those disappearances. 
We've had about a hundred people go missing now. It's crazy. Oh, how wow. are they getting like published? How do you know how many they're been? Well, the townspeople are talking about it. We all bring it up, but you know, the king doesn't really do anything. Our fearless leader, right? Fucking asshole. Who's the leader? You know his name. King uh oh ooh. King King to be determined. <laughs> oh, of course, King to be later edited in. Everybody knows him. Yeah, yes. King, king TBD. <laughs> yeah, our garbage king isn't doing anything. We've got disappearances happening here. We don't even know who's doing it. Stays in his palace up at Ebony North. Doesn't do shit for us. He's all about saving the country money. It's Is- money that he gets to keep. It's bullshit. Should you be actively shit-talking the king in a bar? Like, is this just something that does happen? Or will they be like, thought crime, arrest you? You're at least safe to be saying that in this area. He's obviously not too concerned. He's a pretty good arm wrestler. Does he have a don't fuck with me cat? Sorry, not cat tattoo, snake tattoo. (laughs) Don't, Don't tread on me. Oh, Don't tread on me. No, no tattoos on this guy. But yeah, he's uh, openly telling you about the king being uh, god-awful and not doing anything, which you've heard before from uh, Sick Naven. Does King TBD uh, have any opinions about the fairy godmother? Oh, those they do, they do not get along. How is she mm-hmm. received throughout all of... Fa- I'm kind of new to this entire world. I'm, I will not elaborate. She's pretty crazy. She's been talking about these disappearances, trying to get them under control, but... The king doesn't want to have anything to do with it. She thinks that she's helping, but really it kind of seems like she's doing it. Like, people go missing when they go near her. Not to mention the people surrounding her house, the cookie people. What? There's people that are just stuck there. There's at least a couple dozen that are just frozen in, guess, kind of what you look like. Cookie state. Yeah, I ate a little bit of her house. It's a long story. I guess it's not. I ate a little bit of her house. Wow. I mean, you got closer than most people. Now you can't even get within 50 feet of it without turning into a cookie. I mean, there's baked goods surrounding her house. It's pretty crazy. A stay put key. Yes, they're stay put cookie. The stay put, yes. Shut up. It's the worst kind. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. worst kind. Cherry is definitely sidled over. She's slurping soup very loudly every time you mention, um, what's the word for it when you are like, you can get executed for it. Treason? Treason, yeah, essentially. Mm. Every time uh, treason is, like, vaguely mentioned, she's going to slurp her soup really loud just to cover it up. But she's listening. That's nice of you. Also, there is a uh, Humphrey shoots up, like, sits straight up, eyes roll to the back of his head. And he he points towards the dragon and goes, Black Dragon, (laughs) 29.8 miles that way. I love this GPS. (laughs) Is there... Does anybody know what's going on with that thing? Is that a is that a problem or should, is that just don't think about it? What the dragon down there? Look, most of the time dragons just keep to themselves. You don't go near it; they leave it alone. But I mean, I've heard there's some problems over there. I stay away from the island. I stay away from dragons. But he's like doing his own thing, and it's fine. Or is he a menace? <laughs> he hasn't come over here. And since the dragon's not attacking us, I mean, maybe, uh, maybe the dragon's taking people. Who knows? I we can't really see what's going on in the forest. People okay. go missing, and then they're gone. That's what happens in the forest. Yeah. Oh no, wait, on the island. The dragon's on the island, but people go missing here in the forest on this side. Yeah, it's a shame the woods aren't safe. I use a lot of the natural resources out there for my projects. What is it that you do? I actually make prosthetics. I, I make prosthetic eyes, prosthetic arms, fingers, whatever you need. I can build. Oh. That requires a lot of artistry. Congratulations. Thank you. Do you have any that look like gumdrops? Sure, I can make it shaped like anything. Gumdrop seems doable. I can make anything, I think. We, I will. Do you have a business card? I will contact you again later, but we have some friends we need to get some information to. Yeah, sure, I'll give you my card. And he gives you his card. Tax E Dermist. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Before we go, do you want to have a fun arm wrestle? Uh, yeah, I can arm wrestle a little girl. Sure. All right, I'm going to need you to kick me, Humphrey. It, it does it before she finishes the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Cherry turns into a huge, giant fucking wolf. Well, at least her arms. Whoa. Holy shit. All right, let's do this. All right. She, yeah, she growls. I, uh, 
promise to be fair on you. <laughs> wow. All right, let's do the strength check. Roll in strength for a stranger. Awesome. I'm just marking down that I rage. Do I get like advantage on like a strength or anything? Ah. Uh. Yeah, I get advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. Perfect. Okay. Oh yeah, and she's having a good time. <laughs> I can imagine the excitement on Cherry's face. A seventeen. Oh, and I rolled a one. Damn. Yeah, you won this very quickly. <laughs> it went go, bam. She slams his hand down at the table. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. No, no, that was impressive. <laughs> Damn, girl. Strong. Thank you, thank you. I imagine it was pretty intimidating <laughs> to just change into a wolf. Of really... You know what I mean? Even just the arms. It's just a small girl with really huge, disproportionate wolf arms. <laughs> I love that so much more. One last question about the forest people. Is it all forest people disappearing? And are they from a specific town? Well, it seems the deeper in the forest you are, the more that you'll go missing. But a, a lot of them tend to be from uh, Violet Arbors. And Cherry, of course, you know Violet Arbors to be where your grandmother lives. And Frankie. Okay. Cherry's worried now. Okay, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Just be careful around the forest. If you're quick and, you know, keep an eye out, you should be safe. But, I mean, you especially should probably stay away from the fairy godmother's house. That's, uh, seems like it's already done you some damage. I wouldn't want you to get too close and get stuck like everyone else. I mean, yeah, that's for sure. Sorry, Humphrey. Always fine. I can still move at least. I'm not a stay put key. Cherry's going to shake uh, shake his hand and says, uh, I'll come to you if I ever need an eyeball. Great. Hopefully you won't need an eye, but if you do, I'm your guy. For sure. Yeah, whatever you need. It was great to meet you. Take care, you two. And then we just leave. With my doggy bags. You absolutely have doggy bags of food. You can bring back your stew to uh, Cleo and Edith. We can say at this point that you can go back to Cleo and Edith. So you've had a few hours pass. You can make your way back to the hotel. You can walk back into your hotel room and uh, see Edith and Cleo there. Is he still in the wheelbarrow? Yeah. Yes. I didn't want to move him in case of waking. (laughs) So I just covered him up with his paperwork that he dropped. Sure, Edith will wake up Cleo and say, Hey there, honey badger. Uh, we got some stew here for you. All right. Uh, thank you. Yeah, if you could just uh, put it right there on the table. Uh, thank you. And yeah, watch, watch out for the cr- don't crumple up your papers now. Uh, yes, I will. Uh, now I'm going to uh, get out of this wheelbarrow in one piece uh, without hurting myself. And it will not be embarrassing. So I'm going to stand up and do a elegant Simone Biles layout back to uh, untuck. So layout backflip on out of the wheelbarrow onto the floor. Please make him roll for that. Yeah, go for and it. So as oh fuck, okay. So acrobatics. So that's a five. Great. So I land mm-hmm. um, on both feet, flat on the floor. Nothing bad happens. <laughs> sure, sure. Very Simone Very Biles. Simone Biles. It, like, yeah. But when she was Have like, Have you three. ever tried to get out of a wheelbarrow? Like, that's pretty impressive to even just land on two feet. <laughs> and I say, Yeah, yeah, sore. Um, I'm going to eat this stewer, and then I guess we can go find the black dragon. Do we have to pick Flora's up off the floor? Because I imagine with that five, they slipped on the papers and cracked their head on the side of the wheelbarrow. <laughs> so as I said, I definitely did a backflip, and I landed on both feet uh, squarely and soundly with no mistakes. Gotcha. And now I am uh, casually walking over to the side table to eat my stew and then begin conversing with the rest of my compatriots about what the next steps are for us in, uh, while we're here in Fairyland. So, <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Do we know if this inn has a continental breakfast? Uh, yeah, it's just slices of oranges and toast. Oh, how sad. This was the gray hotel, is it not? Everything's beige. Mm-hmm. Is the orange spray painted gray? Oh, because it's anthracite keep. Everything's gray here. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Okay. Whenever you say that. So since you said that, like, whenever I take a bite of this stew, like, what am I getting here? Oh, I think I think actually Cherry got you a hearty root vegetable stew. 
So I think it's it's going to be potatoes and like parsnips. Oh, actually, that sounds delicious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this should help you out just fine. It may not be. Uh, it may be a little under seasoned, but you know, you're still getting your uh, starches. Right. I'm in. getting the, I'm getting the good potatoes, the good carbs, and the sugars mm-hmm. to provide me with strength and energy to do more backflips successfully, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> just remember, you still have disadvantage in all those backflips. No, I don't, because I I don't have exhaustion anymore. It only gets rid of one level, baby. Oh, oh dang. Well, that's that. Good to know. Here we go. I think that Cleo thinks he did a backflip. I think Cleo thinks he landed it. Yeah, yeah. But everyone else is just like, ooh, are you okay? And he's like, let's talk about the stuff. The ghost too. (laughs) All right. Come come on up here, my little popsicle stick. Let's uh, get you settled. And and Edith will gather the paperwork that fell on the floor. Cool. Yeah, Jerry's going to stuff her bag to replenish her bread supply. So just in case she runs into her grandma, she has her bread. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, let's uh, head over to the dock. I, I, did you get any pertinent information about that dock keeper guy that we can, you know, so we don't have a lot of, we don't have a lot of currency right now. So maybe if we had some information about him, uh, Cherry Humphrey, did you do that? Me, Katie, I personally don't remember. You didn't. Okay. You didn't ask anything. I don't think you asked I anything don't. about what I asked you to ask about. No, I don't think so either. No, I went rogue. Yeah, you guys had your own agenda, and then you're coming back with other information. I learned something else, but every day we learn something new. So maybe tomorrow we'll learn what you need to know about. Does that sound okay? Uh. She's going to rip the bread into a little heart and hand it to you. We were told that there's a, a barrier around uh, the the fairy godmother's castle that turns people into me. Wait, okay, I'm sorry. There's a barrier around, so you know where the fairy godmother lives? And they it, there's a barrier that if you cross it, you turn into a ginger half gingerbread person named Humphrey? Yeah, that's about the gist of it. And isn't it like a fast transformation too? Yes. So Humphrey is strange because it hasn't been a quick transformation. Yes. Yes. So I, Florals is exhausted and half concussed and walks over to Humphrey and says, well, Humphrey, uh, we need to get you back to the fairy godmother so that we can get you back to normal. Uh, How are we going to do that? We're going to go see the dragon? You're associated with this dragon drives me crazy. The, <laughs> the dragon, I'm free. Focus. And then I like, um, I like. Um, Remember what we came here for? The dragon. I'm free. The dragon. Oh, yeah. We we were told that the fairy godmother is pr- probably controlling the dragon. Can I make like a deception check? Yeah. I got a 21. I'm trying to lie to Florals to say that if we defeat the Fairy Godmother, we defeat the dragon. Oh. Is our goal to defeat the Fairy Godmother? I'm trying to get rid of my curse, and we were told that if we murder this bitch, it goes away. Or maybe we could just talk to her, but since you want to... Okay, I guess. Automate did say you could ask nicely, too. Yeah. But I mean... also uh, said... What am I... What are we... um, up upon hearing that information, I immediately reach for my Enchiridion and I say, Umfrey, uh, you may have more knowledge of the fairy godmother more than I do, and which that makes you very much more interesting to me. So I will say this. I have known nothing in my notes about her being uh, evil, uh, but if she is, then we must stop her so that we can get you back to normal. And I am going, like, do I roll an inside check or something like that? But is that disadvantage because I have fucking exhaustion? It'll definitely be disadvantage, whatever you're doing. Um, To roll against deception, deception would be what? Insight? Mm-hmm. And I have advantage on insight checks, so I guess I just roll normally. I rolled Ooh. a 12 plus 9. Oh, we matched. <laughs> Ooh. A little bit of a stalemate there. So maybe, maybe, maybe believe, maybe don't believe? Maybe, maybe a questionable... Maybe a grain of salt, like a healthy... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dis- and I, I look at Humphrey and I say, Humphrey, I know that my research is more... St- how do you say? Uh, infallible, if you will. 
I am concerned because if you want us to kill the fairy godmother, and none of my research points to her being evil, I must ask you, Amfrey, what did you do to become a gingerbread person? Uh, well, I was, it was, I was starving to death in the forest. As you're like stumbling over your words, I pull out like a teacup and I'm like sitting down in a chair cross-legged. <laughs> I love that. Go on. Go on. Yes. And I came across this, it was a, ironically a gingerbread house and uh, having eaten after being transported here, mostly strange plants that I've never seen before, almost nonstop diarrhea. I saw real food and I went to go eat it. And uh, a, a creature or a, of a fairy godmother of sorts came out and she, she, she said that you are what you eat. And she said that she should she should kill me but she's gonna teach me a lesson and she turned me into this and honestly sometimes i kind of wish that she had just killed me instead oh no umfrey i am so sorry so it's looking like to me that maybe the gold mother is not exactly evil but she was defending her own and maybe it was a defense mechanism because you were trespassing on her property I highly doubt that possibly uh, the fairy godmother is in control of the black dragon. And remember that we promised the individual who gave it these arrows that we were going to, uh, you know, get some more so that we could give him even more arrows so that his enterprise could be even larger and he could sell even more arrows. And we are going to stick by our word, aren't we? You're right. We need to honor and respect this person that you tried to rob on the side of the road. <laughs> Great. I'm glad that we're on the same page. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Listen. Uh, so here, first thing, you know, I don't think that Humphrey was necessarily in the wrong here. Like, land is land. Did you? Can you pestrass on land? Like, pestrass? How is that, that even a thing? <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> and is that a thing? No, I, he's he's got a good point. She has a right to defend her <laughs> land, and, and Blue Lives Matter, and I understand where he's coming oh, from. Oh, <laughs> it um, just seems like oh. you're a little bit of a, a fairy bootlicker, but that's fine. Well, okay, so uh, quite possibly, uh, we have a little bit of con- uh, confusion. Maybe things do not work in the human world as they work in the fairy world. Maybe she has eminent domain over her castle and you trespassed and it was quite alarming i don't know about your but uh in florida they have a stand your ground law (laughs) and she was just enacting her rights so i think that it was your that was in the wrong ear okay well this is great this is where are we what where are we going should we go find a lawyer (laughs) so I think that we should go and find the black dragon and slay it and show the fairy godmother that we are capable of handling any uh, foul entities that may be in this world and that we are on her side. Oh, just a just a quick clarification. We can kill this dragon, but I'm not on the side of the woman that cursed me into being a cookie person. But I'm afraid you trespassed. Well, I feel like the punishment doesn't quite fit the crime, but I guess that's all right. You want you wanted death? It, I wanted death instead of becoming a cookie human. <laughs> I feel like your version of mercy and her version of mercy are up to interpretation. <laughs> okay, well, let's go. You know what? Well, let's go turn her into a cookie, and I feel like we'd be even. I can't I wait have... until we get to this bitch's house, and she controls the dragon. I'm saying that. <laughs> We should go to her. I am not here for Republican florals. I am not a fan. (laughs) I'm saying that we should go to her first with open arms and we should try to work best with her because we don't know if the fairy godmother is evil. 
Yeah, but the violence inherent in the system of an idea of trespassing so you should die is completely... But she didn't kill him. She turned him into a half cookie. That was worse than death. Well, yeah, well, get, get it right, either. She didn't kill me. She, uh, she instead cursed me to a hideous existence of pain and deliciousness. <laughs> Florals in Spring plucks one of the dead flowers out of his head. And he says, I, Tor, have been in the fairy world, and maybe it's my privilege talking, but I have not had to deal with any foul misgivings of curses from the fairy godmother. And so I just unfortunately cannot believe you on this day. Is there like a fairy lawyer or something <laughs> where we don't have to kill her, but she legally binding? Because I feel like you guys are just arguing and I think this is a lawyer's job to argue. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, I, I'm not that smart, but, you know, hanging on to outdated imperialist dogma, which perpetuates the economic and social differences in our society, is outdated. Like, it, that's not how we should be living our, our lives. I just don't understand where this is all coming from, because once again, she was just standing her ground at her castle. <laughs> The fair legal okay. system is very intricate and well-developed, I'm sure. So maybe we should avoid that and instead go get a boat and murder a fucking dragon. Well, our goal is not to murder the dragon either. Our goal, Oh my god. Our goal is not to murder the dragon. Well, hang on a second. This dragon is just defending its land. No, we do not know if the dragon is actually doing anything wrong. The dragon is innocent the until proven guilty. Its ground. I fucking hate this game. I hate this. The dragon is innocent until proven guilty. I had no intentions of murder. Does the dragon have? Does the government? Does the dragon have state back government? This land is my land. <laughs> it's got a Confederate right, flag right, on the wall. Right, right, right. <laughs> Don't tread on me. How did, how did this happen? Uh, but it's a dragon that's all curled up. <laughs> it's. Oh, no. Trespassing either way or <laughs> trespassing is no. <laughs> so let's do this. You guys can go ahead and enjoy your stew and then enjoy a rest at the Grey Hotel. And then you can wake up bright eyed and bushy tailed tomorrow and come up with a brand new plan. Join us next week as we figure out who's controlling this dragon. I'm Chris the DM, and you can find me on all social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade and on TikTok, nope, and on Twitter at Chris the DM. By the way, I'm controlling the dragon. It's me. I'm Tisha, uh, also known as Wonder Woman 1984, and you can find me on the Isle of Lesbos. Excellent. <laughs> I'm Brandon. You can find me at Blue Cotton Candy Cosplay on TikTok. Hi, my name is Katie, and yeah, I'm just deleting myself from the internet. I love Matrix or something. Lame. Hey there, I'm Jonathan. You can find me on TikTok at Groundbreaking33 and Instagram at Eugene underscore J90. Bye. 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 Bye.